I'm feeling very fired up for this episode because I am going to be speaking about the self-fulfilling prophecy as it pertains to the avoidance of failure and how actually the avoidance of failure is what causes it. The avoidance of failure is what causes it. This is a particularly important one if you are someone who has some level of awareness around goals that you want to achieve in your life, but you find yourself not taking any action on them because you're afraid of experiencing failure, and I'm using air quotes there, you're afraid of the experience of rejection, you're afraid that maybe if you take that step forwards you're going to find out you're not good enough, not worthy enough, fill in the blank. And so you don't take the steps towards the very things that you desire to experience in your life. So I'm here today to wake up that deeper, bolder, brave part of you that says, yes, give me the stage. Let me show what I can do for you. Trust me, I've got your back because I am you, you are me, and I only want what's best for you. These niggles, these nudges that aren't going away are not going away because they are of value and they are coming from within you. This episode is here for those of you who want to make something of your life in your own unique, beautiful way. This is for those of you who don't simply want to make it through your life and have survived it, but that want to be able to say, I truly showed up for myself and what was in my heart. And you're interested in thriving, in making more intentional choices, in harnessing your inherent ability to create as a human and to land in the power of being you and Whilst we're on this, before I get into the episode, Activate Your Magic is open for a couple more weeks, open for enrollment. It's my signature online group coaching program. If you are done drawing a line in the sand as we draw a line in 2022 with wasting your energy, wasting your time, wasting your focus on comparison, comparison, (laughs) on comparison, And you're ready to start owning your unique energy, this one-of-a-kind human that will never exist again. If you want to accelerate your growth spiritually and personally in a gorgeous community with other women who are learning the power of science and spirituality when they come together, if you can see the value in learning from someone who's gone on this journey and can therefore fast track your own and allow it to be a more seamless experience. And you realize that you do have some confidence blocks that you're ready to move through and step into the new year on purpose and as your most empowered self. Check the show notes. Activate Your Magic has four more spaces And if this is calling you, I would absolutely love to be a part of your journey. (laughs) 
as you may know by now, I love to lay a foundation for episodes so that we're all coming into the conversation from the same kind of starting point. Today is a moment to have a bit of real talk with you and not be in the love and light fluff that you sometimes get in the spiritual community. (laughs) And whilst I'm all for the softening of hustle culture, I really want to bring to your attention that you're careful not to take it too far in the other direction and actually get passive, lazy and disengaged with your own life and the dreams that you have because idleness will rob you of your power and your power to create a life you love in exchange for settling into the so-called safety of protection right? When you guard yourself from ever feeling failure, pain, any kind of challenge, any twist or turn, you're also guarding the gates to what is on the other side, which is success, love, and fulfillment. This is a journey. It's not something that you can just click and hey presto, like Amazon Prime, it's arrived. This is a journey you get to go on. If you are wanting to call in something new, whether that is a new income goal, a new level of relationship, a or a deeper connection to yourself, a healthier relationship with yourself, well, new goals, new dreams, they call for new ways of thinking and being. Old habits get to die, get to be let go of, and you get to start practicing new ways of thinking and being. You know the saying, old habits die hard? This is where that piece of coming into group containers such as Activate Your Magic are really valuable because the very nature of habits is that they are ingrained at this point. And so by their very nature, they go unseen to the person who has them. This is where having another set of eyes on your ways of being can really help you to detach from things that aren't serving you, but that are playing out as patterns in your life. So we often place our focus on, oh, I just want that thing, whatever it is, that external thing that you're working towards. Well, who do you get to be in order to be a match for that reality? Sometimes that can sound really fluffy. (laughs) I think I've already said fluffy, haven't I? You can tell I'm not a fan of fluff. I'm deeply spiritual, but I'm also very grounded and practical. And this is my Gemini ascendant, I feel. It's that marrying of the twins, the two seemingly different worlds that really do belong together. So let me just unpack that for you if it does sound a bit abstract. The first thing that comes to mind, these are kind of extreme examples, but when you're working with extremes, it becomes more obvious. So let's say, for example, as I'm sure you are, You are an individual who is in integrity when it comes to their health and their well-being. You take care of yourself, you nourish your body, you take care of your well-being on all levels, and you're single. Now, you are not going to be attracted, or unless there's some unconscious programming playing out here where you like to be the saviour and to really fix people, you're very unlikely to be attracted to a individual who smokes, who is constantly eating fast food, who 
doesn't have good hygiene, who has no interest in taking care of their body, going to the gym or doing anything that their wellness and their fitness. These two things are not going to be compatible with one another. And one more example to drive this home. Let's say you are in your teenage years or you're just coming out of college. You're going into your first entry-level job. Now, in fact, let's use social media. Social media will have an understanding of the level of lifestyle that you're living. And it's only going to push forward adverts that are compatible with your current lifestyle. So as this young individual who's maybe on a, I don't know, what is a starting salary these days, 15 to 20k salary, you would not be receiving the same types of adverts that a multimillionaire is going to be receiving because they aren't a match for your reality. So it's a pointless bit of spending for an advertiser to be pushing a super yacht vacation or trip to, what is that place called? The Invisible Home. Has anyone even heard of that? (laughs) The Invisible Home, which is somewhere in the desert. It's like a skyscraper, but it's on its side. Like it's huge, but it's long. It's like this long container that looks invisible because it's all reflective. So when you're looking at it in the desert, wherever it is, anyway, bit of a tangent. But hopefully you can see what I'm bringing home here in those two examples. You get to be a match in your ways of being and thinking to receive this new thing that you're working towards. So invariably, that sounds wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the word, there are lessons to be learnt. And where do we get to learn lessons? Through feedback. And what type of feedback are you going to get lessons out of? Feedback where things haven't gone as you wanted aka moments of failing, moments of failing, moments of rejection, moments of a curveball. And successful people take the wisdom, take the teaching out of that moment and they bring it with them onto the next stepping stone. And if you're able to really embody this, you will find your way to that goal. You will find your way to that reality. But if you take that moment in time as the, I'm just not good enough for this, well, you're staying on that stepping stone. And this is why the very idea of, okay, I'm just going to focus on avoiding failure is the very thing that causes it. Because if you're avoiding failure, you're going to avoid taking any step towards the thing that you want in your life. Do not forget that to become good, to become skilled, to become a master of anything, we first must be incompetent. We have to go on this journey. Taking, again, another example of a baby. A baby, when it's first born, has not even got in its frame of reference a desire to one day be talking, growing, doing things, feeding themselves, making meals, creating inventions, having an incredible life. That is not in the frame of reference. 
Now I'm going to talk you through the four stages of competency and continue using this baby analogy. I heard this from Peter Crone. I don't know if this is his uh, framework or if he's been using it from someone else, but the four stages of competency are being unconsciously incompetent. So you don't even realize that you can't do something. Taking, for example, a baby who's just been born is unconsciously incompetent of many things, okay? The next step is you become consciously incompetent. Oh, I'm suddenly aware that I want to be able to walk and I can't yet do that. At the moment, I'm just crawling on all fours, but I'm going to try and do something about that now because I'm consciously incompetent and there's a desire for me to grow, for me to learn. There's new ways of thinking and being that come along with this chapter. Next, we move into conscious competency. So it takes conscious effort, takes focus, it takes intention and attention to be able to now walk. Maybe this baby's starting to take a couple of steps and then it falls, but it keeps trying. It doesn't take failure as feedback that this just never is going to be for the baby. It keeps trying and with conscious effort over time, you arrive at being unconsciously competent. We now as adults do not really put much effort at all into walking around. We do it day in, day out. And at this point, we're conscious, unconsciously competent. This four point journey really holds a lot of weight when it comes to this conversation around how avoiding failure is what causes it. If the baby, and we are all this baby in adult form, thinks, oh, you know, I've tried it once and it's just not worked. I cannot be bothered. I mean, we would be very concerned as a parent for a baby that gave up like that, right? We would be taking it to the doctor. What's wrong? Why is it not developing? Why is it not trying? It did it once and it's never, ever bothered to get up off its butt again. So can we extrapolate that and attach that to your current goals? Maybe you've tried it once. It didn't happen immediately, but maybe you can try again. Approach it with some new thinking, with some new being, and continue to practice. Allow life to give you feedback. That is how we learn. We cannot have said this in so many episodes because it's really, really relevant to everything in life, really. We cannot evolve, we cannot grow, we cannot thrive, we cannot become the person that we want to be that has all these things, X, Y, Z, that we would love in our life. Through the vacuum of thought alone, we get to bring our body into it. We get to try, fail, try slightly differently. Okay, that kind of worked out a little bit better. And keep building up this feedback, keep building up this knowledge bank of, okay, we're getting a bit closer day by day. With every single attempt, there's more data to go off of. Think of the algorithm to bring it back to tech. The algorithm becomes more, I mean, I think this is how it works. The algorithm becomes more wise, more intelligent, more tailored with every time we tap on something. 
With every time our hand lingers on a type of post, it's getting more information and it becomes smarter and more personalised. This is the same for you and your life. And to link it back in with what I was saying at the start around, yes, beautiful that we're softening hustle culture, but let's not become passive and idle. Because if you're only willing to show up for the things that you say matter to you and for those dreams in your heart, when the conditions are good, when it's easy, and when it's convenient, then the real talk, matter of fact thing here (laughs) is that you're unlikely to get that thing. You're unlikely to hit that goal because it is a process and life is also unpredictable. We can't control it. If you're the kind of person who has a flimsy connection to what really matters to you, when things get challenging and unpredictable, you're going to disconnect. You're going to let go of your power to still cultivate a life that you love. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for people who are on this path for a reason. You know, you get to, in practice, like training a muscle in the gym, become stronger and more convicted in those niggles in listening to them, in acting on them, and watching where they carry you, even when it might seem illogical. All of this is illogical. Your your choice to step out of what is familiar and predictable and into the space of potential and possibility, aka the space of the unknown, is illogical. It's not attached to survival. This is now you making an intentional choice to go from surviving to thriving. And if you're just waiting for the conditions to be absolutely perfect, my love, you're going to be waiting forever. So in order to have a connection that is deep and unwavering, it takes practice, like building a muscle in the gym. There's no skipping steps, but what is truly important so that you don't have a flimsy connection to your dreams is that you tune in and you start to unravel from conditioning and really uncover what is true for you. What feels most fulfilling and enlivening and empowering to you as a unique individual. If you've not had a birth chart reading, that is an incredible place to start. I'll also link that in the show notes as well. That's a good place to test out the waters but life is happening now. So grab it by the horns and really see where you can take yourself. You are a spectacular expression of life and don't squander that. Own it. Work with it consciously and remind yourself regularly that no one that you see who is really successful that you perhaps are even a bit envious of and think, how are they living that life? That looks incredible. Not one single person who you would deem to be deeply, deeply successful, lives a life that isn't also coloured with multiple rejections, multiple setbacks, multiple quote-unquote failures, but they've cultivated a relationship with those moments that fortifies them rather than breaks them down. If you are wanting to build up business, create more love and intimacy feel more confident and have greater self-belief, then do not only place yourself in the rooms where you are the best. 
I'm speaking from experience here. I really seek out opportunities to get inside rooms, virtual or literal rooms, where I'm the beginner. I'm at the start in relation to the people that I'm around because herein lies so much value. You get to listen to how these people that are further along in the journey, a similar one to where you wish to go, how they are framing their relationship to these things. And when you really listen to what these people say, and this is from my investments in coaching and personal development, but also from hours and hours and hours of listening to talks and podcasts from incredible entrepreneurs and CEOs and people who are doing big, big things in their life. They all have one core belief across the board. And that is that failure is crafting you into the more more resilient, more honest version of yourself where you get to keep looking into the mirror, receiving the lessons, taking on the feedback and working with it. You know, employers, I mean, where do I get this stuff from? As if I've had multiple jobs, but (laughs) employers love people. (laughs) Employers love people who can take feedback, right? You don't just want to give someone feedback and have it go in one ear and out the other because they're not going to learn. They're not going to evolve. They're not going to be shifting their behavior, their thinking, their being into what is necessary to really thrive in the environment. You will suddenly become this braver, bolder version of yourself because you're around other people who are brave and bold as well. This is the power in community. You realize you're not alone. And when your nervous system feels safe like that, you do shift gears from being all about safety and survival to, oh, I can have preferences. I can make intentional actions that serve this dream that I have and I can get myself there. And these people are proof that it's possible. And if it's possible for them, it's possible for me. No one human is any different from the other at our core. But what really determines whether we become successful is the quality of beliefs we're holding because the quality of beliefs we're holding are going to dictate the types of moves we're making. When you really listen to massively successful people, the relationship they hold to any kind of setback is to be emboldened and empowered by it, to extract the gold and to carry that on into the next step. Could you truly handle the thing that you're calling in right now. The process is necessary for you to become the person that can handle that responsibility, that power, that level of receptivity. This is why so many people win the lottery and get into debt. Now, I talked about this within the self-belief boost camp, which many of you joined me for. And a really cool way that you can hack this um, timeline because we are impatient. We are used to next day delivery, same day delivery, instant gratification. Here's one way that you can hack the system just a little bit and borrow from your future self. So you can ask yourself, how would future version of me who has whatever this thing is, that income, that relationship, that house, how would they respond to this setback? 
How would that version of me respond to this setback? When you imagine your most confident, courageous, successful self, how are they showing up to this? Because they probably are responding, not even probably, scratch that, they are responding differently. They're pulling on a whole different set of resources and wisdom and experience because they've gone through the journey. They've become more resilient. They've become more creative. They've become more confident in their ability to navigate challenge. And similarly, another question you can ask yourself that really will bring forth your own inner wisdom. What am I learning here in this setback that's actually serving me and helping me get to that goal, whatever that is? So what am I learning here now that helps me get there. And it's really a beautiful process of becoming really honest with yourself, not hiding away from the answers that rise up, but even more than witnessing and listening to those answers, actioning them, getting into the embodiment of what you're finding out. And it is that frustrating piece of exposing yourself to the things where you feel a little bit scared. Not just in a really reckless way, in a stupid way, but in an emotionally intelligent way and in an intentional way. In a way where you know you are getting slightly uncomfortable in ways that are servicing, servicing? In ways that are serving the dream. And to start wrapping this up, I always seem to have to say that, To start wrapping this up, if we come back to that analogy of a baby crawling and starting to walk, when you're on that initial stepping stone, let's say this is chapter two of your life, when you're on the stepping stone of, oh, I'm becoming competent at walking, I'm starting to become consciously competent at walking and unconsciously competent at it. Whilst you're on that specific stepping stone, There's no frame of reference to even start thinking, oh, now that I've done this, maybe I can become a really successful spiritual personal development coach, right? Like for me, even if I think back to three years ago, at that point in my life, I don't think I even knew the coaching industry existed, let alone any seed of this is where I really want to go with my work. But if you give yourself the grace to keep just exploring these desires, these niggles in your heart, and you keep coming onto that next stepping stone, I'm walking now, I'm talking now, I'm feeding myself, blah, 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 blah. So many stepping stones in life that we get to make our way through, across, onto. As you grow, so does the plethora so does the smorgasbord, so does the arena of your desires and your dreams, right? Go back to that potential partner of yours who currently isn't a match. If they shift one thing and that has a beautiful ripple into, oh my gosh, it actually feels great when I take care of myself. This is why timing is everything. Maybe three years down the line, you don't realize it, But someone you could have met three years ago, you suddenly meet today and you think, wow, when you learn about their history, had we met three years ago, we wouldn't have connected in the way we do today. Right? Timing is everything. 
And reference is everything. What reference point are you working from? And just work with that reference point. But know that if you keep being committed to those things that are in your heart, if you keep just ever so slightly expanding your sense of what could be true for you, what could be possible for you, one day you get the joy of looking back on your life and witnessing how far you've carried yourself. If this podcast has really touched something within you, please consider joining us for Activate Your Magic, where you don't just have these nice light bulb moments and the theory of what this could mean for you in your life, but you have the lived experience of coming into this group program and by the time we're in January 2023, being really anchored into a whole new level of competence, a whole new level of confidence in who you are and what those unique desires are inside of your heart. So that 2023 gets to be a year where you shine no matter what is going on around you. You've got that inner fuel that has been stoked and you move into the year on purpose and really connected to your power. Now, of course, (laughs) I have to say this. When I just said that little piece, it went to 888 on the bar. I don't know how much time that is, but you know I love an angel number. So thank you for being with me for this episode. As I said at the start, get in touch. I would love to know what's landed for you. Be engaged. Be engaged with me. Be engaged with the community. If you've enjoyed this, pass it on to anyone who you know would benefit from listening. Leave a review. Tag on Instagram if you share the episode. And for those of you feeling the call, I look forward to working with you and getting to know you on a much deeper level within inside, within Activate Your Magic.